Alright, welcome to the episode of Cookies and Cream. As always, my name is Raymond. My name is Isaac. Today we're talking about our fathers. Let's do it. Alright, man. Um, <laughs> I guess there was false information this past Wednesday that your dad was in the hospital. Yeah, just a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> um, I'm glad he's not in the hospital, first yeah. off. But it got me thinking about about our dads like what if what if my dad was in the hospital eventually if god doesn't come back that's gonna happen anyways yeah so i'll be thinking like if my dad does go in the hospital he's gonna about to pass away and stuff like one of the things that i remember about him because most of the time we know there's a lot of kids that don't grow up with their dads or don't have a father figure or um most of the times fathers or dads get someone pregnant and then they just walk out they don't care about um I guess their future, whatever. So I just wanted to talk about how our dads were mm-hmm. and how certain things, how they raised us and stuff like that. And first off, what is like the very first memory that you have of your dad actually like implementing something in your life or like instilling something that you remember? Um, you know, the one of the earliest memories I have is like me being at church like when I was young with my dad i was always like with him because he was a like he was door director and stuff and i just remember being always at church like when i was younger so i guess i guess i think the earliest thing that my dad taught me was the importance of church you know like just always being there at church always being available always being around um church and that's carried over to my life because like it's it's really hard for me to miss a church service or a church event like a major event like, I just feel weird, you know? Like, it's just a thing where, like, you're supposed to go to church now. Like, for me, for me personally, like, I don't feel like I can ever miss church because I feel bad or I feel weird. And I think that's one of the first things that my dad implemented. Im- implemented, like, and he didn't have to tell me, but it was just a thing where we always went to church. We always went to church functions, you know, Bible study, uh, Wednesday service, Sunday service, um, stuff like that. So... Like, he didn't have to tell me, but it was just a thing that I always saw in him. And now it transferred to me where, like, I'm just there every every yeah. church event. So taking, you know? out, taking that outside of church, it would be more like a faithfulness, right? Yeah. That yeah. you're faithful to being on time or being yeah. there, especially. Or like, even work. Yeah, exactly, like, yeah. My dad, like, he always went to work. I, I, can't, I can't remember a day that my dad missed work for for something crazy, you know, like. If he was sick, I still I can't remember a day even my dad being sick and missing work. Like it just never happened. I don't, I can't remember any day, you know. Yeah. So just that also like always going to work and always you know like you said being faithful to what you got to do, you know. Yeah, and that that's I think that's a big deal coming to I guess our youth not youth but younger guys is yeah. that they're unfaith they're not on time they're sort of late to things or if they're if they feel like. Oh, I, I feel sick today, or uh, they call in, and yeah. that's something that's like, well, if you had a dad, or at least with my dad as well, he was always faithful to things. Mm-hmm. Um, he he would, <laughs> my dad hardly ever took any sick days. I believe there were some times where he'd, yeah. he'd get sick and he'd yeah, call my in dad and too, stuff like that. But it was rare. Yeah, you know? very rare, very, very rare. Yeah. And he was always faithful to church, always on time. Um, if someone asked him to do something, he would always show up on the time that was supposed mm-hmm. to be there and stuff. And that's, yeah, that's a discipline that's implemented, um, I guess, throughout each yeah. and every one of our lives, or at least with having a dad, is to be faithful, to be dedicated, 
um, to know that, you know, not everything is going to fall on my time, I guess. Like, yeah, exactly. It's not going to, if it's not going to, if it doesn't jive with me, then I'm not doing it. Yeah. A lot of younger guys are the opposite where mm-hmm. they say, if it's not something I want to do, or it's not something that, um, is dedicated to me or is it my time, then, then I'm, I'm not, not going to do it. Do it. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, of course that's not a good way of viewing things, but there's a lot of younger kids that have never been taught that because mm-hmm. their dad hasn't been there. Yeah. It's been something that. Yeah. Has, it's tough. It's tough, man. Because like fatherlessness is so high nowadays and it's only getting higher. Like I was at the the hospitals the other day and I, I worked in the labor um, department and there was a, a young girl who the father was not in the picture. And that is so common nowadays. Like it's almost like, it's almost rare where people will see the father and then be like, oh, like the father's in the picture now. Like it's more common to not, you yeah, know, the father the not be there, you mm-hmm. know? And it's just like when people, like when I was growing up, when I was getting older in high school and stuff and like just nowadays, like I have my mom and my dad, they live together, they're married, they've been married for 20 plus years. That's super rare. Like people will ask like, oh, you know, like, how your parents and blah 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 and i'll tell them oh they're good you know they're married they're living you know wherever and that's rare like people kind of look at you like like what like your parents are still married you know Mm -hmm. your parents are still together after 20 plus years and yeah like to us it's common like to us like in church and stuff it's common but in the world it's not common at all yeah i guess especially the way our church is i don't know structured Yeah. yeah it's very common for us to see a dad and a mom together, but that's not a common thing in the world. Yeah, no, it's not very. Yeah, it's getting, likely to happen. It's getting even more rare as time goes on. Yeah, right. But, yeah, to, where people are saying, "Don't get married, just live your life." Yeah, have the fun you want. Do you? So my dad, we would go to uh, Rio Doso, uh-huh. and there was this playground there that was made out of wood and stuff, and it had like, uh, like. N- it made out of wood was like the NASA ship and they had it was like like a big castle type of deal mm-hmm. and in the castle you could go into like these little crawl spaces and stuff and every time we'd go there we would play um tag or hide and seek and stuff and i remember my dad would play with me like, yeah that was my dad works a lot so mm-hmm. he goes in at well he opens the church so he's there at six thirty, and he doesn't get to work till seven so by the time he comes home and he, he does uh he's a mechanic mm-hmm. so he he's tired he doesn't really have he didn't really have a lot of time to like really play with me or pay attention but yeah. i remember when we went to go Doso, he would play um tag and hide and seek and stuff and every time he played with me there was always another kid that wanted to play yeah and stuff like that and he would always welcome them to come play with us and eventually that like started clicking and stuff and I was glad for the fact that my dad didn't think he was too old to, yeah, to like play run with us. Yeah, stuff. run around with us. That he, he was always there. I know my uncles, when we would go over for like Thanksgiving or for Christmas, they would always be watching TV. Um, they would either be around the um, grill, grilling and stuff like that, which, yeah. I mean, it's not a bad thing. But my dad would always take all the kids there to the park, and we would play football, soccer, anything like that. And I, I started realizing, like, that is important as well, being able to socialize with other kids. Yeah. I don't know if it was – I don't know if your dad – I mean my dad's kind of – I mean he's he's not much of a person that's going to sit down and just watch TV all the time. Yeah, yeah. He's more, I guess, energetic and stuff. Right. And so that helped me like socially with 
I guess people, which, which that brought. Yeah. Yeah. I guess in my, in my life, my dad was very, um, like he liked, uh, having conversation. Right. So like when we would go out or we would be with people or just, you know, we'd go out randomly. Like my dad would spark conversations with people or we would, we would be together with his friends, you know, which if they had kids, they were my friends too. And then they would be talking about like, they would talk about the Bible. They would talk about philosophy. They would talk about politics, scripture, you know, stuff like that. So at a young age, like I grew up being around my dad when he would talk about stuff like that, like with other men, um, even out, you know, just randomly, he would talk to other people about stuff like that. So I think that, that affected me in terms of like, like I'm super interested in, in, you know, scripture and in philosophy and politics, you know, I can talk about stuff like that a lot, you know, it's just a thing that, that I can do. Um, and it's because of that, you know, it's because I saw my dad do it and like just interesting conversation to where I picked up. So I guess that's one of the things that my dad would do when, like we would go, we would go out, we'd be around people, you know? So it's kind of one of those things that like your dad did, but in a different way, you know, like each dad or each person has their own specific things that they do. Like, cause everyone's different, you know? So that's one of the things that I was always around my dad. You yeah. Know, that he brought, that you're able to talk to either older person. Yeah. Or someone of your age. Yeah. On, exactly. on topics that aren't mundane stuff. This yeah. is like real life. Like deeper. Yeah, that it matters. Stuff. Yeah, this stuff matters. It's not some passing conversation of yeah. like uh, football, NFL, but this is like f- philosophizing stuff. Yeah, I guess yeah. I don't know how to say it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's just like a deeper conversation, you know? Yeah. Did your dad ever, do you remember a time where your dad got mad at you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, is like, there is there <laughs> is there one instance where you're like, man, like I really got him? Cause look, my dad, my dad is a very chilled, unconfrontational person. Yeah. You won't see my dad yelling. You right, won't right, see right. him. And I don't. Yeah, your dad's not like that either. I've, yeah, I my dad's my I've, dad's chill. I very rarely do I see your dad, James Thompson, ever just. Yeah. Lay into somebody. Yeah, no, he's very chill. My dad, and it's crazy because my dad is so chill. So when I was growing up, like, I didn't get disciplined. Like, I didn't get spanked or anything. Like, a lot. Like, it was super rare when I got really disciplined. Uh-huh. Um, because my dad is so chill. My dad is so, like, my dad is, he lets you figure stuff out you know what i'm saying like go through life and figuring stuff out obviously he's not gonna let me touch the oven and figure it out you know that it's hot yeah but he was a person that let me figure to the figure stuff out but i remember one time you know i was playing baseball outside and i was throwing the ball at at the house i was throwing the ball at the the rock portion of the house and then i threw it and i hit the window and i broke the window i broke my sister's window and this like i don't know it was some weird period of time where I had broken like four windows in the span of like You're six on a streak. months. You're on a window breaking streak. Yeah, I was streak. like on a window breaking streak. <laughs> and then so I remember like as soon as I broke that window, like I was just terrified. Like I was like, oh my gosh, like my dad's going to come back and my dad's going to come home and I'm going to get in trouble. And, and, you know, sure enough, like my dad came home and he was like another one. Like this is like the fourth one in whatever months. And so that was like the... One of the times that my dad got mad that I really remember, like, 
because it was just a pattern like one month i would break a window and then the next Thanks, month yeah, and then the next too? month and then yeah, you had to get them in you know man. so like it was like my dad my dad got super mad when when that one happened but like i said my dad's super chill like it was rare when i would get disciplined or it was rare when you know my dad would kind of yell or, or raise his voice yeah it was, it was it was super rare i don't think my dad ever ever yelled at me mm-hmm. i don't remember him yelling no my dad did spank me i will tell you that my dad yeah. my dad spanked me when i did something if it would it was more of my he would spank me when my mom would already be spanking me and it didn't work out or like i was still misbehaving yeah and so she would tell my dad and my dad of course would be the one that would that would spank me and stuff um they would do that and the the first instance i remember of my dad getting is when i was a teenager mm-hmm. i we were leaving church and i think philip asked me to uh go with him somewhere and my dad said no for whatever i don't know if it was a school night or what but he told me no and i was so upset yeah and so we're driving back to our house we live super close i remember being in the truck with him i told him dad you don't care about me i i'm just he goes to church he's my friend and my dad he looks over at me and he says raymond i'm not your friend i am your dad and i said no i don't think you should go i want you to go home i want you to be home tonight and i don't care if you like it or not i am your dad i am not your friend yeah and there was that distinction that you know what he made that I am your dad. Yeah. I am yeah. not your friend. I'm not here to give you a high five. I'm not Fist your buddy. Yeah, I'm not, yeah. yeah. I am your dad. I'm supposed to raise you in the right. All right. So uh, mistakes that our parents have made. Um, I don't know if your parents ever made one. Uh, there was one that my parents made. And me and my sister were uh, playing a game in the living room. And my parents were in the uh, on the dining table. And they were talking. And my parents before this never argued. They usually kept stuff behind closed doors but on this certain instance it wasn't something that was hidden i guess they they were just there at the table and talking about it and me being older than my sister uh i guess i realized that my what my parents were talking about and for whatever reason my dad got um this pen from i guess another girl or something like that that he worked with and so my mom was getting upset that he was receiving that he got a gift from Mm -hmm. a girl and they started arguing arguing and like i guess yelling and stuff and that made an impact on my sister she got scared and i was like six or seven and i got scared as well because here my parents i never see argue all of a sudden they're kind of yelling at each other so i pick up my sister and i run into our room and in my mind i'm like man like my world's exploding or something like that because i never see my parents argue yeah and so when that was going on it's it seems and it's like a very minute argument i guess it's not something world shattering i mean my dad said he's just got a pen i'm sorry i didn't mean Mm -hmm. to offend or whatever but still that that point of where i got scared like man my parents are fighting and that scared me and i was thinking like there's probably a lot of kids that see their parents argue all the time they have different relationships they have another boyfriend they have someone else come into the house they get upset i remember caleb yeah i remember caleb saying when he was dating brenda that they had an argument and he thought like oh man like it's over it's done with it's and brenda you have to understand came from the world and she's like this wasn't even an argument yeah like why are you scared it's not like i'm not gonna break up with you because of 
that kind of argument. That's that's not anything. She was used to stuff being thrown, used yeah. to uh, cuss words, used to all this stuff. And for me, it was just that little argument, and it was like earth shattering for someone like me mm-hmm. and i was just wondering like that was something that stuck with me because it was almost like i don't know if it was a mistake but it's something that i'd never saw my parents actually do and it, yeah. they did it and i was like man that's that's crazy yeah yeah i know that's interesting you say because it triggered something in my mind like i guess a mistake and it goes hand in hand because this mistake like led to arguments you know in in my family's life but finances um, hmm. like a mistake, I guess that I saw when growing up is like, like we, we always had enough, like we always had enough food. We always had, you know, vehicles. Like it wasn't like we we're dirt poor, but fine. There was a mistake in finances. Like, you know, sometimes not having a budget and like, oh man, like this bill is due. Like we don't have no money. Like, like, ah, oh, this, this is coming up. Like stuff like that. Which led to a lot of arguments, and um, I guess that's one thing that I took when I was older is you have to control, like, you have to budget, you have to control your finances, because if you don't, that can lead to arguments about money, and hey, this bill is due, like, what the heck, what are we going to do, you know, so a lot of times in my house, um, I saw firsthand that a lot of financial mistakes led to arguments, you know? So I guess when I got older, one of the things that I did was, okay, well, if you take care of your finances, that'll lessen a ton of arguments. Like there'll be not that many arguments, you know, like you'll argue about other stuff, but you'll take a big chunk of arguments and you won't have to go through those. So like, I'm, I mean, I'm still learning, you know, myself, but like I noticed that that if I could point to anything, it would be that is making financial mistakes in my home caused a bunch of arguments. And I saw that and that always stuck with me. Like just the fact that like my mom would be like, oh, I don't know what we're going to do. We, we have this bill and we forgot about it or something came up or, you know, my dad being like, oh, man, like, you know, we don't have enough money. I get paid next Friday, you know, stuff like that. So that's one mistake that I can point to that, that I think about and I subconsciously, you know, have in my mind is, you know, if you take care of your finances, that takes out a lot of arguments. Yeah. Yeah. That would take care of a, a lot of heartache is if you can keep that in check. I remember my dad always provided for us. Mm -hmm. And so, as I said, he worked a lot of hours. He'd go in, he barely worked 12 hour shifts, five days a week. Mm -hmm. And, we didn't um, see him all that much. Yeah. He would come home super late and stuff. Mm-hmm. And as I said, he would be tired. So he didn't really he didn't really play with us. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't like a super long, I guess, playful time. So when when he was on when we were on vacation or Sunday mornings uh, or Saturdays when I knew he was off and stuff, mm-hmm. that was the best time. Because I knew, like, well, my dad was off, so we were going to do something. Mm -hmm. And that was what I – that was another thing that I liked about my dad is that when he was home, when he was around us, he would do things that were, um, I guess, interactive with me or with the family instead of, you know, some people take the time off and they don't really care about their family. Yeah, Yeah, I know that's one of the things that I – I guess as a dad I do need to work on is – is maintaining my time to my family when I do have that time off. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's one thing I think about too is like, yeah, like you're off, but it's not your time, you know, like it's, you're a dad, you know, it's not just for yourself, like, oh, now I have a day off, like, let me relax and let me chill out, like, no, you still have responsibilities, you have kids, you know, you gotta, you know, play with them, foster that relationships and stuff like that, Um, but yeah, it is tough, like, the same thing with my dad, like, he was, he would go to work at, like, 7, and sometimes wouldn't get back till 6, 6.30, you know, he's tired, you know, like, he has to go back to work the in the morning, day, yeah. you know, so it's, it's tough, but, um, yeah, that's, I guess, you know, the same thing with me is like, you gotta, you gotta balance your time, you know? Yeah. I think about something, uh, <laughs> I got in trouble another time mm-hmm. and, uh, I was with the car. I was going, going to the movies and stuff. Yeah. So my dad, my dad got upset and he's like, you're not using the car anymore. And I was going to community college at the time. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, dad, how, how am I? And my mom was like, how's he going to get to school? Like, he needs to get, yeah. he's like, he's going to have to figure it out. Yeah. And I think I had an eight o'clock class or something like that. So my dad was like, he has a bike. So I get on my bike. That was my punishment. I had to, I had to You'd use my bike. bike. I would bike, I would bike to school uh-huh. and lock up my bike, go to my class after I was done. I was done probably like nine, nine thirty. And I'd have to bike all the way back. But that Dang. was my punishment. Like yeah. that was that was what my that's that's what my dad yeah. implemented. He's like, You got in trouble, this was your fault and I'm not fixing it for you. you you're gonna have to out. Yeah, you're gonna yeah. have to figure it out. You're gonna mm-hmm. have to know how to fix it and stuff. And and that that helped. Like Yeah. No, it does. I remember one time I got in trouble with a couple of guys at church like we did something stupid and like I, I was like getting ready to tell my dad in the morning because we had to go like talk to pastor and stuff and you know it was just dumb stuff we did and so I was all nervous I was like dang it like what's my dad gonna do what is he gonna say and so finally I was like hey dad um you know this happened we got in, we got in trouble we got to go talk to pastor and then he looked at me and he was like okay well go talk to him <laughs> and I was like what like, I was like, that's it? And he was like, yeah, let me know what he says. Like, you did it. You go face the consequences, yeah, yeah. you know? And my dad wasn't going to be like, like, I was expecting my dad to, like, get mad at me and tell me, like, well, what are you thinking? Like, blah, blah, blah. But I was already older. Like, I was, I think I was maybe 17. I, I was probably 18, though. And so what my dad did was he said, okay, you're an adult now. You figure it out. Like, it wasn't a, it, I didn't get in trouble to the point where, yeah, it's not like it's not like, well, I'm going to have to kick you out of the house or something. You know, it was something to where like I was going to get, you know, disciplined, maybe sat down or something. Yeah. But instead of him saying like, well, what are you doing? Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, you know, I'm going to go and talk to pastor with you or something like he was like, no, you figure it out. Like you figure it out. You face the consequences. You're old enough now. Like it's yours. Like I am not. Like you, if you want to grow up to be an adult, here you go. Like go figure it out. And then that taught me so much. I remember that. Like I'll remember that for the rest of my life. Just him being like, you know what? You're an adult. Figure it out. Yeah, like kind of like. And that did help me. Like that helped me a lot because now after, like after that incident, I would think about stuff and be like, nobody's coming to my rescue. Like if I do this, it's all on me. On you. you know? So it was I I remember that also. Like yeah. my dad did the same thing. Like, well you figure it out, you know? How well do you how well do you think you know your dad? Like do you know what his favorite food is? Yeah. 
fried chicken. <laughs> <laughs> he likes fried chicken? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He likes, yeah. like, churches and Popeyes. And, yeah, he loves fried chicken. Oh, really? Yeah. See, I don't know. I don't... Uh, my dad, he eats almost anything. He loves meat. He would yeah. eat red meat all the time and stuff. But, like, he eat tamales. Sometimes when I... My dad, on uh, Sunday mornings... Uh-huh. On special occasions, special occasions, because we didn't have a lot of money, we he would go and buy menudo, and we'd eat menudo before we went to church. Oh, mm. that was the best. That was yeah. that was a good that sounds a good. good meal. That yeah, I, I I probably need to do that sometimes. I mean, we have serious men's class, but I, I one of these days I should just get up, and go yeah, buy menudo. And then do you still? Eat. I remember like you used to go with your dad somewhere after. What was it? Men's Subject? Men's, so that that kind of stopped because I work overnights now. Oh, so, so you have to go to work. Yeah, yeah. I have yeah. to go to work. But we did. So that was one time that I that I did want to go spend time with my dad. Mm-hmm. And we would go to Whataburger. Um, most, sometimes we would go with other people, but most of the time it's just us two. Yeah. And, yeah, just to talk. Yeah. Um, or even not to talk. But it's those times that like, – with our dads, or probably with both of us, we could both say we don't spend a lot of time with. Yeah. Uh, it's not like the majority of the time we spend with our dad. But the times that we do get to spend with it does mean something. And yeah. it's yeah, it something does. that I do um, cherish and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah, and uh, I guess I think we're about to end it. Um, but there's a quote that uh, I think it was like Billy Graham where he said that dads are the most underappreciated, undervalued um people but they're also the most necessary like and that's just so like it's so true like you don't think about like when father's day comes around a lot of it is heartbreak because a lot of people don't have their dads father's day is 10 times different than mother's day like mother's day is like joyful and it's like a great holiday father's day is like eh you know it's father's day whatever um but fathers are so important you know and if you don't have a dad, like, um, you know, God says he's a father to the fatherless, um, uh, you can lean on that just knowing that God, you know, and Jesus Christ died, you know, on the cross for your sins to be that father for you, that father figure. Um, and look to other men of wisdom and a high esteem to value their, you know, father uh, advice. You know, I know with my wife, uh, she like her parents weren't together at a young age. So she would lean on, uh, Menno. Oh yeah. yeah. Menno was like a, a quote unquote father figure for her, uh, and sky, uh, her brother. So, you know, if you don't have a dad, like, you know, lean on that, lean on people that have good, uh, wisdom, good standing in, you know, church or your life. Uh, but yeah, man, like fathers are super important and, it's tough being a dad nowadays, but it's still one of the most important jobs you can have. Yeah. Well, there you go. Um, that is all the time we do have for today. Uh, again, thank you for listening to Cookies and Cream. You can find us on uh, Spotify, Apple Music. Um, subscribe, like. Uh, if you have any suggestions, comments, things that you should uh, uh, we should talk about, just let us know. And always, my name is Raymond. And this is Isaac. And thank you for listening.